All right. Welcome back to Staying Off Topic. Uh, this is your host, Keith Anderson. Thank you for tuning in. Again, we've started a new format. The times are going to be a little bit shorter, probably about 30 minutes. I know what I want to talk about. Forget it. I'm, I'm, I was going to go to the phone and look at these next topics. Next topic. Do we think college debt should be forgiven? As someone with college debt, of course I do. Duh. Is it uh, a couple more questions? Is it a handout? Hmm. Sure. Do you feel bad about taking a handout? No. Are these questions easy? Absolutely, they are. Um. Listen. Yes, I think college debt should be forgiven. I think college should be free. So here's the thing you say about college and parochial schools and schools that cost money or schools in a good district. They never talk about how the fact that having money gets you a better, better education no matter what. So you give students a lifetime of lower education. And then they go to college and they borrow all this money and you expect them to pay it back. And most of the time, it's not a good education or they have to work and they don't get a good education or, you know, no one pays for their education or they have to play sports to get an education, etc. We never talk about the fact that people who have the money, they don't have to worry about that. They can just get the education. Right. They can have their college years and do whatever they want to and get the education. They don't have to worry about the stresses of not having the education. So since you don't have to worry about any of those factors on the outside, you can just get the education. So it's really it's really weird to me that people who come from lower income, they get a worse education. They may not speak as well. They may not study as well. They may not even have the right knowledge. And then you tell them they should bootstrap. How? They don't even have the same education as the people who had the money and are now making the money. Okay. I went to a lot. Of, I went to school with a lot of people who had a lot of money. Okay. There were a lot of Lexuses and Mercedes and all these things on my camp, campus parking lot. Don't get me wrong. There were a lot of people there who didn't have money, but there were a lot of people there who had money. Okay, the girl I was telling you about earlier, her dad was the vice president of Duracell. Okay, she had money, so she didn't go without. Okay, so at night, she could be full in her bed and worry about her homework and et cetera, et cetera. I couldn't. Um, so it's funny to me, and, and not funny, haha. But it's always funny to me when we look down on the people who have who think about like this. You come from no fault of your own. Okay, let's not talk about the parents. Right. Let's talk about the kids. Right. The kids didn't actually be born. They're here. They're in an environment they don't want to be in and they shouldn't be in. Right. They get no help whatsoever. Um, And then when they turn 18, they're expected to be, you know, professional. They're expected to have their act together. They're expected to be educated. They're expected to be uh, cultured. They're they're expected to be all-knowing and also bootstrap and also work. That's crazy. 
because I can tell you what I didn't have while growing up, okay? So we went to Kroger's every day for grocery shopping. So I worked at Kroger's, right? So that was, hey, I want a job. Hey, why don't you work at Kroger's? Okay, sure. That's what I did. Let me tell you what wasn't around the hood, as you as you may call it. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A would be nice to work at as a 16-year-old, as a 15-year-old. You meet different cultures. Different people come through. That would be an amazing place to work at. It's not McDonald's in the hood. Okay, we had a McDonald's up the street from me, probably about a five, maybe ten minute walk. The Wendy's was right next door to that McDonald's. The Burger King was right down the street. The KFC was right down the street. The um, Rallies was across the street from the KFC, which is right down the street from the McDonald's, which is right next door to the Wendy's. And the Wendy's was down the street from the Burger King, right? But that's all in the hood. So we're all seeing the same people. So I'm not even cultured outside of my own community, right? But then I get, we get into an area of, hey, you're 18, you're 20, you're 30. Why don't you have the same amount of, I don't know, knowledge as I do, right? Not even just knowledge school-wise because I didn't, you know, as a person who has affluence, right? Maybe they didn't go to college either because they didn't want to go, right? But why aren't you as cultured as me? You don't know about sit-down restaurants? You don't know about tipping? Why would you come out if you don't tip? Well, I have money to go out. I want to go out just like you go out. Yeah, but I've learned about tipping years ago. Well, I can tell you it's Keith. I've worked at a restaurant since 2007. Okay. Um, My first sit-down experience at a restaurant, someone serving me, was at the restaurant I worked at. Okay. So that was my first experience. Sorry, that was my second experience. My first experience was prom my senior year of high school. We went to Applebee's, and I'm a 1,000% sure I didn't tip. Um, Nope, that was my second. My first senior year of high school, we went to IHOP after homecoming. Uh, We didn't even pay. I didn't have money, but we sat down. Somebody said they were going to pay for me. They got up. I saw them walk out the door, so I had to walk out the door. Okay. That was my first experience. Second experience, we definitely didn't tip. We paid, but we didn't tip at Applebee's. Uh, third experience, sit-down restaurant where I worked. That is it. That is it. Me and my parents, as a child, never went to a sit-down restaurant. Never. So, some people just don't know, guys. With Way off topic. With that being said... Um, going back to the original situation, I think education should be free. I don't think because you have more money, you should get a better education. It's education. It's not a hotel. I don't think you should get a better, better education because you make more money because you live in a better area. I don't believe that at all. But again, the people with the money believe that. And that's the reason why they believe that because they have the money. The problem is this. This is a capitalistic society, and we've been over this before, guys. In our capitalistic society and capitalism, it is a dog-eat-dog world. Um, It is a... Oh, shoot. What's the philosopher's name? I don't know his name. I I can't think of it right now. I'm tired. Um, But uh, capitalism is a world where... If you have the most money, you win. 
And if you don't, you die. That's what capitalism is. People think it's not. It's an opportunity to make as much money as you possibly can. No cap. And go from there. It's a land of opportunity. It's a land of the free. There is no socialism here. Except for there is socialism here. Let me tell you about some handouts. Uh, Big banks. uh, The car industry. Uh, Didn't Social Security get like a little bump? Maybe not. Either way, those are handouts, guys. Uh, Anytime the government helps a business, that's a handout. That's socialism. And a lot of people are going to say, well, wait. If they didn't give the money to the banks, they would... um, It would force a market crash and it would force... Uh, the dollar to go to zero and et cetera, et cetera. And I can only say that that is capitalism, that it, it is what you want out of your capitalism. That is in capitalism. The way it works is the banks go under. Now you have to borrow money from Jeff Bezos because he has all the money in the world now. OK, that's capitalism. People don't want to live by capitalism when capitalism threatens to shatter your world. Then they want to live by socialism. Okay. The car industries, they're a business. Doesn't matter. They should be able to fold like my business folded. But they're not. Because it would it would it would have tanked so many markets and so many people would be able to work because that's what happens when you miss uh, um, uh, misrun, mismanage a business. That's what happens. It dies. That's how capitalism works. But we don't like that part of capitalism, so we change that. So when they start talking about handing out money, quote unquote, hand out money for student loans, everyone goes, oh, there's people with their hand out. Let me tell it to you like this. My business went under for a couple reasons. One of the main reasons was I wasn't I didn't have enough money. I, I wasn't liquid enough. OK to continue my business. I needed money. I need an influx of cash to continue my business. Why didn't the government bail me out? What, because I don't employ people? But I would have. Well, because the industry couldn't crash if I go out of business. But I'm, but I'm a business. It doesn't matter in capitalism what kind of business you are. You fail. If you fail, you die. That's how it works. Simple. Unless we don't want it to. Why not? Why not? All people could have lost their job. That's what happens when a business goes under. So, to me... Um, okay, sorry. I, I was making another point And I lost my train of thought. My other point was... Hey, Keith. You started a business. You didn't get a business loan. You 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 worked and worked and saved up your money and got a um, and took that money and invested in a business. Now, Wall Street, they got loans to stay in business. The airline industry, they got a loan to stay in business during a pandemic. But why? Why couldn't Keith get a loan to start a business? But they get a loan to stay in business. 
they've already shown you that they are mismanaging money. That's why they need the loan. I haven't given you that option. You don't know if I can mismanage money or not. I'm a safer risk because it's less money that you're loaning me. That's the way it works, though, right? Life isn't fair. I bring that up to say the people who and I'll give you another example. But the people who say, well, what about the people who already pay theirs off? Congrats. That's awesome. Why do I have to go through hell because you went through hell? See, that's what I don't understand about people. We always want to make a better way for our kids. But we also want. I, I, <laughs> I wrote this post last year or the year before. The post said. We work hard. Something like this. We work hard. So our kids don't have to go through the same struggle we did. But we get upset because our kids don't understand the struggle because they're privileged. What kind of backward shit is that? Right. We're the generation. When I say generation, I mean people alive. Because slaves didn't want people to be slaves because they were slaves. Right. They wanted they they sacrifice so that the people after them didn't have to be slaves. Okay. My parents didn't work. So that I had to work. They didn't work two jobs. So I had to work two jobs. They didn't work hard to get out of poverty. So that I had to be in poverty. They didn't want any of that. You don't want that for your children. So you can't be mad that they don't understand what you went through. Because you're working to not get them to do that. Right? If I'm Jewish. I'm not. But if I'm Jewish. I don't want anybody to go through the Holocaust. Just because I went through the Holocaust. Well, you didn't live a hard life like me, so you don't get it. You're not a real Jew. You're not a real this. You're not a real that. Why not? Why do I have to go through the troubles that you went through just because? But that's the way we think as this generation of people that are alive today. That's what we think. So we think the same thing. Hey, I paid off mine. You need to pay off yours. Sorry. Doesn't work that way. And I hope they I hope they forgive it because here's the thing should I say there's certain things in life in this economy that if you stop or if you change, it would actually help the country one way to help the country. So the, the stimulus checks, people say stimulus checks don't work. They work. Right. If I work every day and I work and I make fifty thousand dollars. Right. I budget for that $50,000. I spend for that $50,000 per year. So even if I get credit cards and stuff, I still I still spend what I spend. And then I owe what I owe, etc. Let's not talk about that. But the $50,000 is $50,000. You know, you take out the tax, you take out Social Security, all that other stuff that we're never going to get back. After all that, then I spend what I spend. So let's say you got it down to 35000 I save whatever I save and then I spend the rest. Then that's what I that's what I spend. So if my groceries every month came to $300 and at the end of every month, um, I'm scrounging to eat food. And then in a month I'm scrounging, I'm saving up pennies just to buy food at the end of the month. Next month I'll be good. But at the end of this month and the end of next month and the end of the month after that, I'm going to be scrounging pennies. I'm going to be saving and saving and saving. Right. 
if someone gives you $1,500, $1,200 for that month, guess what? Okay, maybe we can spend $400 this month. So I just took 100 from that 1200 Okay. Maybe next month, we've been doing good. We've been paying our bills on time. Everything's been good. We've been scrounging this $1,200. Maybe we'll take $100 and take the family out to eat. Okay. Okay. Maybe we'll go to a movie. Oh, okay. Cool. Great. So here's the thing. This is what happened. Now... We're going to take that $1,200 and we're going to inject that into the economy. So if I'm a business, it doesn't matter that the government gave you $1,200 if they don't spend it with me. But if I'm a business and that $1,200 comes and they spend it with me, my business is better. Now I'm able to do better things with my business. Now I'm able to upgrade. Maybe I'm maybe now I can hire another business to put on an addition to my business. Maybe I maybe I can hire another business to deliver for me. Now I'm injecting more money in the community and providing jobs as well, because that's what happens when you inject money into the economy. It works. OK, I told uh, my uh, she worked me at the restaurant. She was kind of not a receptionist, but she was like our uh, administrator. And I told her, I said, listen, they were talking about how Obama did two stimulus over his eight years. I don't remember when they were, but the first one failed. It didn't fail. The second one was a success. It did succeed. Let me tell you the difference between the two. It's kind of like Obamacare. I'll tell you about that too. The first one was a, was a failure, but it was also a success. But it was a failure because it didn't inject money into the economy. And like we and her had a conversation. When you get this kind of money and you get taxes and whatnot, what you do is you do certain thing when you get taxes back. So if you get money back, whatever, um, if you're a family that gets money back every year, you kind of know what you're going to do with that money mostly every year. Um, so like for her, the administrator, she was telling me, she was like, every year I do something big. So for example, she was like, last year I bought a refrigerator. We needed a new one. Had to have one in 10 years. The year before that, washer and dryer. Boom. That injects money into the economy, right? When they get those stimulus, when they get the taxes back. So with the stimulus, same thing. Ah, ah, ah. The stimulus was in like 2009, I believe. The problem was we were in a recession in 2008 and 2009. The problem with the recession is people were in debt. So that stimulus money didn't go into the economy. It went into the debtors. Okay. The debtors, they received more money. They receive the money. Now that money doesn't go back into the economy. That just pays the debtors back. That's it. They pay their interest. The interest that they charge you. That doesn't come out of anywhere. They charge you that interest. So now you're paying interest. Now you're paying on the principal. So the first stimulus check didn't work. Because people were in debt. Were in debt. And that's something that they. I'm sure they accounted for. If I figured it out. But that's what I told my administrator. I said listen. Think about it. People were in debt. I was like, when you got that stimulus, what'd you do? Like, I paid off my credit cards. That doesn't go into the economy. It doesn't. Even if you pay off all your credit cards and someone gets commission off you paying your credit cards, that's still not your economy, right? So it didn't work. Second stimulus was like two years later, I think, something like that. We were out of debt. We were out of recession. Everything was going up. So stimulus comes. Uh oh, now instead of paying off debt, 
Now I can go put a payment on a new car. That goes into the economy. Now I can go out to eat more. That goes into the economy. Now I can go buy more groceries. That goes into the economy. Even if you shop at big box stores, big box stores like Kroger's, you know, Walmart, etc. It goes into the economy. How? Because if you buy enough, they got to hire more people. And then that money is getting put back into the economy. That's how. So people don't understand the way the cycle goes. It's like Obamacare. They said it cost too much to implement. It didn't cost too much. They just didn't realize how sick we were as Americans. Okay. Hospitals cost so much that people don't go when they're sick. They go when they're dying. Okay. They don't go to hospitals when they're sick. They go when they're dying. So you may have prevented dying if you would have went when you're sick. But because it costs so much. So think about it like this. Um, not at this job, my last job, the job before that, I was paying 60 bucks every two weeks. Okay. It's 120 bucks a month. Okay. Um, it was actually really good insurance. Uh, but I still had to pay, it was either 50 or 60% out of pocket. Okay. Not bad. Most insurance policies are 80% out of pocket. So I'm paying 120 bucks a month in insurance. When I use the insurance, I still have to pay 50% of that. So, for example, I go to the doctor's office. And most of the time, doctor's offices are either covered or they're not covered. It's only one of the two. It's not like half. It's like covered or not covered. And if it's covered, it's usually like three doctor visits a year. So if you have to go more than that, tough shit. So doctor's office can be anywhere between $10 to $200 every time you go. Uh, so let's just say 50 bucks. So if I go to the doctors, like they say, go like four times a year or something like that to get regular checkups and shit like that. Sometimes it's six months, but it all depends how old you are. So I go to the doctor. I pay that 50 bucks. Let's say I got to pay 50 bucks. So I pay 50 bucks every visit. It's 200 bucks a year. Okay. Four times 200 bucks a year. Okay, cool. I go to the ER, okay? ER is going to cost you around $2,000, okay? I don't know if you've ever been to the ER and had to pay a bill, but I have. have. Uh, it sucks because not only do they charge you for the ER, they charge you for the doctors of the ER. They're not the same corporation. They're not the same company, okay? So you have to pay for two things. Now, most of the time, like I said, it's 80%, but let's use 50% just for easy math. So now I go to the ER once. I got to pay $1,000 because it's $2,000 to go. Okay, cool. Let's say I have an emergency. Oh, they call an ambulance. Ambulance is $5,000. $3,000 to $5,000 depending on the ambulance. Okay? They take you to the ER too. Okay? So you're at $5,000. Boom. Another $2,000. You're at $7,000 just for a visit. Not to mention all the stuff they're going to give you, et cetera, et cetera. But let's just go with the $7,000. So now you're paying $3,500. It's 50%. Okay? So you pay $3,500 for that. 200 for the for the doctors oh let's not forget the 120 you pay every month okay that's 12 months uh what's that uh 1440 dollars so now you're up to what, what's, what's the math on that uh four seven one three almost five thousand dollars a year and that's with insurance okay five thousand dollars a year so how do I stop from doing that? Hey, uh, I broke my leg. Uh, I'm not going to go. Let's say, let's not say broke. Let's say broke your leg. Fuck it. 
I broke my toe, I broke my leg or my foot or my finger, whatever the case may be. Hey, let's take you to the yard. Let's hold off on that. Now, instead of going to the ER, I try to set it myself because my sister's a doctor or a nurse and she knows how to do it. Or I'm going to just take these painkillers until I get to work. And then maybe I'm going to act like I did it at work because that's what people do. Because uh, workers can't pay for it. You ain't got to pay for nothing. Um, maybe... Um, if I get sick, okay, it's just sick. I'm going to take some NyQuil. I'm going to take some DayQuil. I'm going to take some um, some antihistamines and be good. Uh, maybe you got the flu. Okay, I'm going to just I'm gonna just relax. I'm going to take a hot shower. I'm going to sit in the I'm gonna sit in the bed and turn the heat all the way up and wear my clothes and sweat it out. I'm going to take some Rovertest. I'm going to drink some tea. So now I'm doing everything else besides go to the doctor just to fix myself, even though I'm paying for insurance. So I literally pay to not go to the doctor and guess what happens at the end of the year do you get any of that money back if you don't go to the doctors no no you don't but you still gotta pay okay we don't talk about that you still gotta pay okay obamacare came out you they insured however many millions of people who didn't have insurance before millions of people and they said it was gonna cost x billions of dollars and it cost double or triple that and they're like oh my god i can't believe it cost so much well yeah because everybody's sick if they didn't have insurance, they weren't going to the doctor, my guys. They weren't going to the doctor. What they were doing, they were trying to fix it themselves. I have a bad habit of not going to the doctor because I haven't always been insured. Even when I am insured, it's just a pain to go to the emergency room and the doctor. Whether I need to go or not, it's still a pain. So I kind of have a bad habit of not going. Um, I need to fix it. But every time I do go, I get a bill and I'm like, who's going to pay for that? As you all know, my son has probably, he has uh, health issues. Uh, so he, I've, I've checked out his bills when going to the doctor. Every time he goes for a two-week stay, it's like $88,000. That was a couple years ago because that's the last time I checked it. $88,000. Even if I pay 20% of that. Even if I pay 10% of that. It's like I got into an argument with this girl. This will be the last thing I say. I'm gonna step out of this. I'm gonna step out of this episode. I was talking. I posted something on Facebook, and this girl. Um, if you listen to the last episode, she was the same chick I was arguing with about the Nazi thing. Um, <laughs> she. I posted this thing, and it was about healthcare, or something. And she got on. She was like, "Well, I can't wait until your gas goes up to five dollars a gallon." In Toledo, Ohio, it's been up to like three, but okay. Um, I, I honestly, I don't think it's ever been up to five in Toledo. I don't think it's ever, but, but okay. But okay. F- five. You got it. You got it, sis. So either way, she was like, "Be you better be ready for Biden when your gas goes up to $5 and they're charging you more taxes because of something else she said. And I was like, oh, you don't, you don't know what I want. Oh, okay. When I saw the comment, I was like, oh, okay, you don't know who I am. I absolutely will pay more taxes to help people who can't. I don't see myself as a very spiritual person. I don't see myself as a very religious person. I don't see myself as a very giving person. If someone needs help, I believe they should get it. I don't care if it's their fault or not. Somebody should get help. Okay? If you need help, you need help. 
I will never look down on somebody on welfare as, as I have been on welfare. Okay, I understand what it's like to be down and out. Okay, I, I know people who've been homeless. Okay, so I'm not going to look down on you. So if my extra taxes can help, you know, get a teacher more money so that she's better prepared to teach my to teach my kid, I'm going to do that. If my, my son's third grade teacher had two jobs, two, I don't want that for my teachers. I don't want that. I don't want my teachers. So, so boom, right there. Yes. More tax. Take more taxes. Absolutely. Every single school levy that comes up, take it. Absolutely. You, I don't care. Do it, but make it better. Do it, but let me hold you accountable. Do it, and I'm going to come to the meetings. But still do it. Okay? Um, so, yes, I will pay more taxes for that. Well, I, they already take out taxes anyway. I don't see it. <laughs> you know? Um, either way. So, she was like, yeah, blah, blah. I said, okay. I, I Here's the thing, man. When I post stuff on Facebook, I look at my posts, and I go... I look like I'm looking for sympathy. I'm not. I'm not. I just say what's real. I tell you what's really going on. Don't have sympathy for me because I said what's real. But understand that I think you're a fucking idiot. So either way, she said that. She's like, you better wish for, I hope your wish comes true. I said, you know what? I do want to pay more taxes. My wish is coming true. I don't want to pay for Social Security anymore because that's going to be wiped out by the time I turn 65. Stop taking my tax out of that. Put it more short of the Fed. Put it more short of the local. Put it more short of the state. Absolutely take it because I don't see it anyway. But I don't want to pay for that. Medicare is a sham. Don't want to pay for that. But I can't control any of that. So it doesn't matter what my taxes do. Um. So I said, yeah, I do want to pay more taxes. I was like, let me tell you why. I was like, knowing what she does for a living and knowing what I do for a living, I was like, my son is, um, he's getting approved for this new medicine. Just came out last year. Miracle drug. It's taking people lungs function, basically how, how good they can breathe. They measure it in percentages. They take the machine, they blow into it, they measure it. Um, it's increasing their lung function by 50%. 50 like other people like 50 my son's relatively healthy so i you know i'm not really <sighs> that's a story for a different day but he's relatively healthy but there are people i'm in a group of people who take the drug and people are saying like my lung function was 20 percent. i couldn't walk up and down my stairs at my house but i just ran a 5k you know whatever i don't i don't know if that's what they said but something she was like i, I was able to run for the first time in years she was like, my lung function went from 20% to now I'm at 80, 80%, 70%, like jumping up, like astounding number, 50%, 60%. Um, it's ridiculous. And I'm like, man, this drug is crazy, right? Of course, there's side effects, but this drug is crazy. I'm going to blow you guys' mind right now, whoever's listening to me. This new drug costs 400 thousand dollars a year let me repeat that four hundred thousand dollars a year so i said yep socialize my medicine and get this new drug to me absolutely because with my salary and your salary combined there's no goddamn way we can afford food to pay for this new drug that's going to help my son do you think she commented she did not i'm not looking for sympathy but i'm going to tell you the truth 
This is not something people with health problems, especially if they're born with it, they didn't ask for this. Why should they have to get, why should they lack L-A-C-K? Why should they lack? Because they was born with something that they can't control. Think about it. But, but, but we don't care, though, because if we're rich, then earn your money the way I earned it, through inheritance. I'm sorry, through hard work. Uh, yeah, hard work. Fuck off. Even even Trump didn't earn his, his money through hard work. He, he got money from his dad. That's the way it works. Okay? You got to understand, the people who are minorities, the people who are... Um, here's the thing. The less privilege and the privilege... Let me say, hey, you're privileged. Well, I grew up in a trailer park. Okay. Let me tell you how you're privileged. You went to a better school than I did. You grew up in a trailer park. Okay, okay. Well, no, no. There is no will. That's part of your privilege. You may not know it. It may not even be your fault. But that doesn't mean the people who were born without it, it wasn't their fault either. So you can't put your... You can't put your bringings uh, your belongings your upbringings on other people you can't say just because you were able to do this then they they should be able to do this because that's not true because if i did the same thing i look at people all the time and i'm like well why can't you do it i did it you know i know people who played sports for as long as they can remember like i played football when i was three yeah but you're garbage i played for four i played for eight years total in my entire life you played for 15 why didn't you get any accolades? Why didn't you get any awards? That's not fair to say that, right? Because then those people, you're like, like, man, why didn't you get any accolades? And then you look at them and like, well, they're 5'5". Five, five. Well, maybe they can't play football. Maybe football's not their thing. Because I was a six foot first, fourth, uh, ninth grader. That's that's not their fault, right? I can't put what, what happened to me on them. That's not fair, Okay. So just because they may be better at football than me, they didn't have what I had. They weren't born with this. They weren't born with the way I what, way I am, whatever. So it's the same thing. Think about it as women. Women don't want to have periods. They do. So why aren't feminine products free? In my opinion, they should be. I absolutely agree with that. All women. They did. They were. They were. I was born. Not born with it, but I developed my eyes. Developed my my eyes are bad. I have to wear glasses. I can't see without my glasses. Why should I have to pay for something that I was born with that I didn't know? Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. But we do because we have to. Doesn't mean we should, but we have to. So, either way, I'm gonna get off this proverbial soapbox. I'm going to go to bed. Um, I'm going to leave you with that. So I uh, appreciate it, guys. Thank you for staying with me. Uh, this, has been, <clears throat> this has been your host, Keith Anderson. Stand off topic. Make sure you follow me on Twitter. Stand off topic. Um, I don't tweet, but I will. So just at me. All right, guys. Have a good day.